0: So again, thank you for listening to Jetson Live, and this is part two of the TeMescal. What exactly is the TeMescal or sweat lodge? So, and, and then how does it help you, right? So another thing too that is very important about TeMescal is that it also gives you uh, not only the pain relief that like we mentioned just a little while ago, but also the spiritual and emotional healing. As we already have mentioned and the reason for that is because it gives you the renewal and emotional release and the spiritual connection that you need so you can reflect so this is very important reflecting you're able to take that time that you're in the temazcal to reflect it helps you have mental clarity so you can go ahead and um kind of like clear your mind and then just promote that clarity that you need and and have that experience to introspect and have that self-discovery uh, you have to remember that even though the experience might be a little bit confusing for some people because the shaman might be speaking in their language their native tongue um, you have to kind of like listen to it just think about it your higher self understands what they're saying your higher self has that connection to that spirit Has a connection to that shaman has a connection to that environment your higher self speaks all languages your higher self understands all languages so then all you have to do while you're inside the temazcal is just focus just focus on your clarity focus on your relaxation focus on your healing focus on your transcendence focus on your rebirth Another thing, too, that Temazcal and Sweat Lodge helps with is um, that you have that cultural and community connection, as we mentioned, which is very important. And I know that some things I'm repeating, but it's because they're important. It's very important for you to have that. So, for example, like we mentioned uh, with me, I, I was I was seeing the hummingbird, right? So the the at the time of my journey, and this is important for me to say this, at the time of my journey, I needed to feel like I needed to be part of a communion that understood me. I needed to be part of something that comprehended uh, what I was going through or what I was seeing, what I was feeling, what I was hearing. Um, And therefore, the hummingbird took me to have a community uh, experience with something that was holistic and spiritual and healing at the same time with people who understood. The shaman understood that I could hear spirits. And the shaman understood that because he himself could hear spirits. Um which is, you know, very cool for me because that's one thing that um the hummingbird did for me uh when it appeared, it showed me that I would needed to go ahead and travel. And I traveled uh to this place and I was able to experience the community and the connection that I needed, um, during the Temescal ceremony. Another thing too, as you, as I mentioned, um, is the rebirth. The reason for that, uh, for me, that was so important is because, you know, the hummingbird also had those attributes, those symbolisms, and I was, I was rebirthing myself, um, as who I wanted to be the healer. Um, I needed to start my journey, my path as a healer. I had been um, a healer in skincare, but I had not been a healer as a light worker. Does it make sense? So, because I was starting this journey as a light worker, it was the most wonderful thing that, without me planning it, I just stumbled upon. You know the hummingbird, the Temazcal, and I ended up in um, this situation where I was being reborn. Which is great. So, another thing too that um, is important to say about Temascal is that, you know, it's traditional Temascal in Mesoamerica. You know, as a sweat lodge, it is uh, called uh, for America, um, but the indigenous people of America, the Native Americans, also call it different names. So, in the traditional Temascal, which is found in Mesoamerica, the Aztecs um, used it a lot. Um, which can go from a uh, Colombian Mexico uh, to many um, areas where the Aztecs lived at the time and they were used for ceremonies, for again, physical and spiritual purification. The Mayan civilization also used the Temascal and they actually um, used in a were used in advanced architecture and astronomy and they used the Temascal for the ritual of the healing purposes while they were also uh, looking at astronomy. So it was pretty interesting. Uh, also the Olmecs, and I don't know if I'm pronouncing that correctly, but it's O-L-M-E-C-S, for those that don't understand my accent. And that is one of the earliest civilizations of Mesoamerica, and they used the Temescal in their practices. The uh, Nahuas, um, which is spelled N-A-H-E, U A S, uh, were also indigenous people of Mexico, and they also utilized it um, in their tradition uh, to help with a herbal medicine and spiritual practices. Um, and they they used it, you know, to help heal, which is very nice. The Otomi uh, people, who are also located in uh, Central Mexico had different variation of the Temazcal ceremony but they still do, utilized it the Zapotec um, which are the people of Oxana Mexico used the Temazcal in traditional seminor, uh, ceremonies particularly for healing purposes and I believe that the shaman I was with was from Zapotec but um, I will have to verify that information and kind of like bring it back in another um, episode uh, when we can talk more, and I do want to go ahead and talk to, um, Mara a little bit more about this, or if you guys wanted to go ahead and talk to me more about this, uh, go to my website, jacksonflive um, dot and send me an email. Send me your questions. Uh, you know, let me know what you would like to hear more about the temascal or or you know, sign up to talk to us live um, or for an interview. And you can tell me your experience in a Temazcal or a sweat lodge and your experience in different cultures, um, whether it's Mexico or any part in Mesoamerica, South America, Central America, North America, or the Native American um, cultures as well. Another name for Temazcal um, of people that used it as well were the Mixtec people, which is M-I-T. Easy. and they also are lit in Mexico and they utilized it again for spiritual and healing practices and the uh, Guami people uh, which were in Central America uh, which I just came to find out are from Costa Rica and Panama also have their own versions of the Temazcal. I am from Costa Rica and I did not know that but you know um, indigenous people are not very uh, common in the area that I was born in and I was just in Panama a little while ago and I wanted to do a retreat uh, to Panama and I'm going to do a retreat to Costa Rica. So I'm going to go and get myself a little bit more versed and try to make connections uh, to see whether or not we can have a Temazcal experience in Panama and Costa Rica for a later retreat. Uh, Again, go to my website, sign up for my uh, newsletter so I can keep you updated on when those trips are going to be happening. And you can go ahead and experience the Temazcal uh, with the wami people in costa rica panama um and get to know more about how it's going to help you heal transform and plateau to the next level that you're trying to get to and again we can have more communion and experience more with people and it'll be wonderful so that for me um be wonderful and yes i will go ahead and try it out before you guys do it <laughs> so that way i can come back and tell you my experiences and hopefully i can go with mara as well and we can go together and um and experience it and come back and, and do a, a little podcast on it or maybe even do a, a live podcast from the experience i don't know um how hot it gets for telephones whether or not they can be there but um again so the temazcal has been around for a very long time and you know the the materials that it was constructed with the 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 uh, cultures that had been practicing in Temescals and in sweat lodges you know have they have done this before written records were ever existed so sometimes we don't have how old a tezmal is or how or what who had it first you know but we have evidence of many tezmals. That, are, that were used oh, for over oh, well, over a thousand years in in many ancient civilizations like I mentioned the Maya and the Aztecs, and those are classic periods of um you know two hundred and fifty to nine hundred C E. So think about that, and you know that's not even counting the people of the Americas, the Native Americans as, as well who also utilize the sweat lodges and how old they can be, you know? So um, it's very important to kind of like understand the culture of it and important where it's coming from. And in, in the and the most important is some people call um, new age, new age spirituality, right? Well, I'm not new age and I'm letting you know that right now. I'm, practically consider old age you know <laughs> it's kind of funny how that sounds but my spiritual uh, healing modalities are all ancient knowledge and a lot of the things that i experience, i like to experience things that have been around for a long time reason for that is because it's already been proven to work you know i'm not here to reinvent the wheel i'm here to go ahead and experience what has been part of our cultures for a long time um many of us have indigenous bloodlines in our in our dna we have um forgotten or roots we have forgotten um or culture and um a lot of the healing modalities are still available to us so why not go ahead and partake in what's out there take a chance go into Temascal, take a chance try a sweat lodge You know, um, learn more about the history behind it, the people, the culture, and especially if you know that you have that indigenous um, bloodline in your system, in your genes, you know, tap and connect. Because spirituality is about tapping and connecting, not only to the spirit world, but also to yourself, to your higher self, to your genes. Genes remember okay, so your genes remember who you are, they remember spirit, they remember your experiences, they remember, you know, if you have past life, they remember who who you came from, where you came from, who you are, your DNA codes, and in, in one of the healing modalities that I do, I actually do um, code on readings and those codon readings come from your higher self and source so that is one thing i'm going to be uh, doing at the retreats again in georgia costa rica panama mexico um, in a cruise wherever it is we're going to be holding retreats i will be doing modalities uh, for healing including the live activation and being able to go ahead and help you um, to become more connected to yourself so you can self-heal more connected to your uh, spiritual self to your own um, higher self because the only one that can heal you is yourself the only one that can help you learn your path is yourself i'm just here to facilitate the information and to help guide you and i will We'll also be working with many professionals, including Mara and other professionals that will also help you in your path. Again, um, so let's talk more about the Temazcal. It does get a little hot in there. So it's about 100 uh, Fahrenheit, 38 uh, degrees Celsius to about 120 Fahrenheit and 49 degrees Celsius or even higher. Again, I felt like my skirt, <laughs> my silk skirt was gonna burn. Uh, it was one of those saran kind of like wraps uh silk skirts and i thought it was gonna go uh, in flames any minute and i also felt like i could not open my eyes because my eyelashes were about to cinch off and my lips i should i wasn't sure if i should have put um any lipstick or chapstick on it because of the heat but boy my lips were hurting so um everything else felt pretty good but it was definitely hot and I, I did not leave, I stayed inside the whole time. Um, Mara did get to get out a couple of times, so she got a little bit of a break. She said about 10 minutes in between. Uh, and again, when you experience your own Temazcal experience, whether you're with me, with Mara, or by yourself, or with another group of people, um, you are able to go ahead and ask those questions before you go in there. Can you get out? Can you not get out? Can you leave? Can you take a break? Can you come back in? When can you come again? Always know exactly what to expect. That way there is no confusion or anything that's going to take you and be like, oh my gosh, what is this, you know? So um, again, I hope to see you in a Temazcal experience and I'm going to go ahead and do a second um, show on this Temazcal as well explain more about it. So this is part two and thank you for listening to Jetson Life.